to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband-wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts to help you love yourself and each other more. Because boy, do we need more love in the universe, especially right now. I'm just going to add that in, especially right now. Especially right now. And on today's show, we got a great topic for you guys. We're going to do something that we usually don't do. We're going to talk about politics and the state of the world and how to maintain, how to navigate through that without losing Losing your goddamn mind. (laughs) Exactly. Good point. Good point. But before we do that, let's catch up with the clocks. So baby, how you been? What's new? What do you want to share with the people? What you got popping? This has been a little bit of a hard week, which Mm -hmm. is why we're talking about this topic. There's some things going on in the world that have made me sad and made me, pulled me out of alignment and just really affected my energy, Mm. which is why I want to talk about them. Okay. okay. How about you? How are you doing with the state of the world? You you had the same week I had. Well, my week was good. Oh, my week is always pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Once again, because I choose to make it good. Let me see. But, you know, I came closer to playing basketball (laughs) than ever before. Why? A couple of days ago, I went out and I finally took the basketball out, Mm -hmm. that new court that they built across the street. Yes. That I've been fiending to get out there and go play. And they built it and then I just haven't been going out there. And I finally went the other day and I took the ball out there and I bounced it around and shot around a little bit and it felt great. And you looked really cute. I was stalking you. Were you watching me? Yes, I was watching you from the balcony. You Uh, looked adorable. Yeah, it was fun. It was. I saw your inner child running wild. Yes, yes. (laughs) Because, you know, basketball was such a big part of my life. I was an athlete growing up and I played basketball on a really high level. And I haven't played in like years, maybe like 20 years, Mm -hmm. 15, 20 years. So to get out there again, it just felt amazing. It was like an old lover. Don't get jealous. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like reconnecting with the, For uh, real? your first love. For yeah. real, dog? Yeah, it felt amazing. <laughs> okay. And it was like dancing a dance that I danced so many times in the past and to do it again, it just felt great. Made me feel younger, made me feel, you know, just lifted my frequency. Oh, that's good. You know, it's important to have a good time, especially in the condition of this world mm. and what the world is going through. Yes. Perfect segue. So let's talk about the world and politics and how to deal with it and what's going on. You know, it's really interesting to me. We actually are paying attention to what's going on in the world, but we don't talk about it a lot because we don't want to feed it energy. But the thing that has really stood out to me in the wake of all of these mass shootings, all of the political divide, is that this is a universe of duality. Mm -hmm. And what I'm noticing is the duality is very distinct. It's literally like the universe is giving us an invitation to choose a positive or a negative perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's really difficult when you are bombarded by the negative. Mm -hmm. And so that's really, really stood out to me. And so all of the things going on, it's really difficult not to respond with either sadness or anger. And what I'm seeing is most people are responding with anger. Because living in sadness 
is not really an option. We can't operate in sadness. It's hard to get out of bed. It's hard to keep going. It feels like I can't go on. So what we do is we subconsciously jump ourselves to anger because in anger, we feel like we can do something. We want to fight. We want to take our power back. We want to change things. And so I think it's really important that we talk about helping people see and feel the energy mm-hmm. and then learn how to manage your energy around these things. Right, I agree. I remember a lot of people saying, don't watch politics. Just stay away from the news. And I get that on one hand, but shit is getting serious out here. Yeah. And it's important to be aware and understand and see what's going on, because if we don't stay on top of it and see what's going on, which is exactly what a large percentage of the population wants us to do, especially in politics, because then they could take advantage, then they could take away your rights, and then they could do all of these things. And one day you wake up and go, wait a minute, how did we get here? They're banking on us not paying attention. And they're banking on us getting discouraged and feeling hopeless going on. I can't do anything. I'm powerless. And this is actually, from my perspective, a time to really pay attention and to not just pay attention, but to get involved. If there's things that you disagree with, then vote. Get up and go vote and not just complain. Get up and get your people together and go vote as a group or get up and protest or whatever you're going to do, but do something and Mm -hmm. don't stay asleep. You know, when it comes to politics, I've been into politics for years. That's something I'm, I'm really into. And when I first started, after 9-11, I got into it. I literally was more of a, a Republican because as I was coming from the business perspective. And we, had, we were incorporated. And, but I didn't really know politics. I just got involved and caught up in that part. And then with 9-11, you know, there was a lot of emotions And I'm from New York. So the Republicans had more of a perspective like, let's go get them. Let's go after them. And being a guy and a New Yorker, I felt like that, too, because I wanted revenge. And then I realized that after they found there were no weapons of mass destruction, after they found that it was all a lie, it was like, wait a minute. I got bamboozled. (laughs) And you could fool me once, but you're not going to fool me twice. So at that point, I pulled away and thought, "Okay, I'm not going to approach it from that perspective. Right. I'm going to stand back and understand the chess game. Right. Understand the strategy. What are they doing? The people at the top that are manipulating the masses. What are their intentions? What techniques are they using? I started studying politics from that perspective instead of from an emotional perspective. And at that point, I gravitated towards more becoming an independent. Mm -hmm. Not a Democrat, not a Republican, because I'm in the middle. So I think the important thing is don't lock yourself into I'm just this. Be independent, be open-minded. And when I would watch it, even now, I'm not going to front I watch it until I get out of alignment. If I get out of alignment, mm-hmm. then I back away from it. Right. I'm human like everybody else. So I see stuff going on and it pisses me off and I get frustrated. And once I do that, then I realize, okay, now I'm out of alignment. I can't stay in this energy. I just got sucked in. I'm no longer looking at it from an unbiased strategic perspective. Now let me back away from it. If I can't change my perspective to get in alignment while watching it, then I move away because now that energy is in me. And anger, frustration, fear, anxiety, any of those things, it corrodes the container it's carried in. And I'm that container. And then you'll attract more and more and more of it. And so when it comes to politics, there's a lot of negative things going on. I still try to turn it to a positive perspective. The world is growing. We're trying to figure it out. This is ascension. And during ascension, if you get trapped into the negative, then you won't ascend to higher levels of consciousness. Right. Redirect yourself to the positive. And even though if you're, you're angry and upset, still find things to be grateful for. You know what? 
I'm grateful that people are paying attention to the gun issue. Unfortunately, people have to suffer in order for us to get there. But I'm grateful that the society is starting to move in the right direction. Well, I think, you know, when it comes to how we see things, it's when we lose hope that we really struggle. And one of the things that I've learned from politics, because I used to fight you, like we used to get in big fights. I was like, this is negative. Turn it off. I don't want it. It's making me sad. It's making me angry. And you really shared your perspective that you just shared, like you're you're understanding the game. So I started watching it from that perspective too. And what I have taken from it is it's like, it's like marketing, right? It's like a marketing drip campaign. And what happens in politics is the drip campaign is someone is coming for you. Someone Mm -hmm. wants to attack you. This group hates you and wants to attack you. And they just keep dripping that message. And then after a while, people start feeling fear. And from that fear, they go to anger, like they have Mm -hmm. to protect themselves. So for me, what I've realized is once you're aware of that, you have to really choose. It's what I said earlier. The universe is giving you an invitation. Are you going to choose anger and hate and negativity? Or are you going to look at this and go, I wish there was more love in the world. I wish that we could get along better. I recognize that people have different belief systems. I recognize that people are programmed into hate. It's not really about me specifically. And how can we do better? Like it makes me want better for the world instead of being sucked into the hate. So I would say be aware of what you are being dripped with. Like what what drip campaign are you aligned with? And you will know if you are aligned with a positive perspective or a negative perspective by how you feel. If what you are taking in is all about someone hates you and wants to hurt you and get you, then you're probably in a drip campaign that will make you do really bad things and have really bad feelings and really bad thoughts. And you have to ask yourself, is this how I want to live my life? Is this how I want to show up in the world? Because you are going to show up like that energetic you're going to attract more and more and more of that. Exactly. And you know, when I look at it from the life coach's perspective, Mm -hmm. immediately I see that it's narrow-mindedness. Yes. Now, we've talked about this in another episode. Narrow-mindedness is a real thing. And just to recap very quickly, when people feel like they have to defend their perspective, the body literally responds as if it's fighting for survival. We go into freeze, fight, or flight mode. And when we go into freeze, fight, or flight mode, even if it's just a perspective that you feel like you have to defend, then the parts of the brain that are responsible for memory, empathy, compassion, understanding, those centers of the brain shut down. They don't function. Then we go into that reptilian stem, which is just freeze, fight, or flight. Let's say you tell a Republican, no, you're wrong for what you're thinking, that what you're saying is wrong. They become narrow-minded. Now, at that point, when someone's narrow-minded, no matter what you say to them, it's not going to change their perspective. In fact, the more you try to get them to change their mind, the more narrow-minded they will become and the more they will fight you back. And if you keep doing it, they're going to go get other people that agree with them and they're going to develop an army of narrow-minded people to push back against you. Yeah, we saw that. Right, we see that. And then when they're being narrow-minded, they're going to say something mean or back to you about your perspective. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden now you're narrow-minded. And you're in that survival, freeze, fight, or flight. 
And so the more they push against you, the more narrow-minded you will become, the more you will double down. And if they keep doing it, then you're going to go get people that agree with you that are narrow-minded and you're going to push back again. And now you got these two forces pushing back against each other. Nothing's going to get solved. Right. No one's going to hear each other, which is just going to make it even worse. And so I look at it from, once again, a life coach's perspective, and I can see it happening in real time. Nobody's listening. Even though the facts are right there, even though you're looking at it right there on the television, they're seeing it with their own eyes, it doesn't matter. Because once they become narrow-minded, they can't see it. So now, what do you do about that? When someone's narrow-minded, what you want to do, first of all, is to back away, let them calm down, you calm down. Then, if they're willing to have the conversation... You have to make them feel like they're, they're being heard. You actually really want to listen to them without interrupting, without making them feel bad because they're looking at you like you're an adversary. But if you let them explain their perspective, let them get it out regardless of what they say. The more that you let them do that, the more they'll start to calm down and the more the brain will start to go back to normal. And they'll start off really angry and upset and rambling, rambling. But then after a while, it's like, and because I did this like that, and this is why I did it. And you know, this is... Or this is why I think right. that... Right, because then they'll stop perceiving you as an adversary and stop perceiving you as a, a possible ally. Now the brain will calm down. So then when that happens, the natural tendency is for them to want to reciprocate that back to you. And then they'll go, okay, that's why I felt like that. And that's why I believe that. So why do you believe that now? Right. Now you have an opportunity to express your perspective and in a way that they may be able to hear it. But the reason that most people aren't doing that, able to do that, is because there's no money in that. For example, doing the you, drip campaign, right, you got, let's say for the marketers, example, right? You got like, for example, Fox News, they're in the business of making money. That's the bottom line. In fact, even CNN, even MSNBC, all of them, all the Democratic Party and right. the Republican the, Party are, are corporations. corporations. They just want to make they want to raise funds. So they will tell you whatever they need to tell you to get your money, honey. Right. So everybody is in it for the profit, first and yep. foremost, for the money. And they've learned that they pick sides. So the Republicans and Fox News learn the more we agitate people and get our base pissed off and get them in fear and keep showing people crossing the border and keep showing people in the cities crime and keep saying they're coming to get you and they keep saying they're taking away your rights and they keep saying that these these people are doing this to you, they're doing that to you, the more it gets people out of alignment and the more it gets them to become narrow-minded and the more it gets them addicted to watching because they want more which is going to increase the ratings which then increase the money that fox news makes well it's marketing and marketing's goal is to sell something exactly and then when they get those people out of alignment and pissed off and freaked out remember i said when you're narrow-minded they go form an army of other people that agree with them so they recruit other people and they share that same perspective it's like a disease and those people get pissed off and freaked out and afraid. And then they tune into Fox News and then they sell products and so on and so on. And then you got the politicians. The politicians are going, OK, we're in it for the power and the profit, too. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell you whatever we have to tell you in order for you to get scared and to believe that they're coming for you. And I'm going to protect you. Even if it goes against your own interests, people will still do that. That's just human nature. 
the other side is doing the same thing. They're mm-hmm. not using anger as much as they're using no. fear. They're, they're more fear-based. They're like, oh, look how angry and bad they are, and they want to hurt you, and, they're, and we're indignant that they're doing that. But they're not doing anything to change it either, because they're also a corporation that wants to make money, and they're using everyone as pawns in their game. It's a marketing game to sell you so that you will donate money and they can continue fundraising. Mm-hmm. But but here's the thing that's to me so crazy about it all. If you could get people together and ask them what they really want, they want both sides want the same thing. Yes, exactly. Both sides want exactly the same thing, but they've been told the other side doesn't want what you want. They want to take it from you. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you believe somebody wants to take it from you, then you feel like you have to fight. And then after a while, they're telling them you need to take it from them. So after a while, while they feel like they do want to take away from the other side. I don't want right. you to have anything. Right. And, and, I, and I agree. Because you're, you're my enemy, but we're not enemies. We all want the same thing. Right, but it's, it's more profit in everybody not being together. Yes. Because they want everybody to take sides. Yes. And once the people take a side, then it becomes, it no longer, it's not really about what's good for us. It's about my side winning. It's like sports. Yes. You want your team to win no matter mm-hmm. what, even if they got to cheat, even if they got to steal, you just want your team to win. Right. Which misses the whole point. Because then, then you feel like you win. Right. Right. And, and even though they're very, they're doing the same thing in their own way, they're not, they're not the same. This is from my perspective. So for example, I definitely see a lot of hate being utilized more so on the right, on the Republican side. Yes. I and if that. you watch those stations, they're just the evil Democrats, the evil, the horrible, they're not people. Just nasty, just nasty. They realize that they have their own little silo that they live in. Right. And most people that watch Fox News, they don't watch any other network. No. So they're only getting the same information. And Fox realizes that. The anger that, drip. Right. And Fox realizes we can tell them anything. Yeah. Anything. And they will believe anything that we tell them. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's power. Yes. And they'll go spread it. Right. And they'll spread it. That's complete mind control. And this is the scariest part. There are some people, like I said, where I was before, that will be more Republican because of the business aspects of it. T- tax breaks for the corporations and things like that. Yeah. So if you're a business owner, then you want stuff like Money. that. Money, yeah. Money. It makes sense. Then a large percentage of that their base they're truly white supremacists. True. Truly. Mm-hmm. And they don't want people of color here. They've been like that for years. I used to work in the prison system. And when I worked in the prison system, I'd talk to the white supremacists with the neo-Nazis and skinheads. we have conversations and they would be real with me. They'd be like, you know what? Our goal is to get rid of all people of color. Whether we kill you, whether we enslave you again, whether we, we're going to do it eventually. That's our dream. And they've been working towards that dream for years. And that in the past, the Republican Party tried to play like we're not going to pay attention to that base. But now that that base, that white supremacist base. That dog whistle has yeah, become a, a megaphone. It's gone mainstream yes. where they no longer have to be ashamed and hide it. Because of the situation, they have permission now to be as nasty and as mean. In fact, they'll get rewarded for it now. And so even if you're Republican and you, from my perspective, and you're doing it for the, you go, okay, I'm not racist. You're fiscally I'm, I'm conservative. Even, yeah, I'm not even, I don't, I don't even like racism, but I'm going to support the, 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 the Republican Party anyway, which is going to put the racist in power anyway. 
and still create that same outcome for the people of color. Even though that wasn't their intention, that's not why they're doing it. They're helping to make it happen. But then, like I said, you got to turn yourself around and get to a place of alignment. So here's how I do it. Even though I see the ugliness and I see what they're doing, I go back to EIP. EIP. Everything's perfect. There are no accidents. There are no, all no mistakes. I'm grateful that they're showing their true colors. Because when they're hiding it and they're in the dark and doing things behind the scene, you don't, we can't. there's nothing you can do about it. But at least it's coming to the surface. And so now that it's coming to the surface... We can deal with it. And so I see that as progress. And then also, I see that in the past, when stuff like this happened, black people were on their own. But now this is a situation that's affecting a lot of white people too. And now they're going, oh shit, we need to do something about this. So now there's more numbers. And just like we did the Black Lives Matter and all of that, the people came together with black people, they're white people. It's not just black people alone. And in order for us to really make changes in this society, black people can't do it on their own. I would agree with that. And I would say also it's giving black people the platform to say, we're not taking it anymore. We're not just going to try to go along to get along. Like you, you come in, we're going to let you know what's not okay. Mm -hmm. And so we're becoming more empowered as people of color and we're taking our power back. Right. And that's black, Asian, Hispanic, yes, all across the board. And that's one of the things too, that's freaking Republicans out is that the demographics are changing. Yes. And America is really becoming a melting pot. And even though that that's been what we was working towards, supposedly, it wasn't really true. No. It was like a... Uh, pretend that that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, pretend like we're a melting pot. Yes. Because it sounds good. But now that the numbers and the population numbers in America are becoming browner, then now they're afraid that they're going to lose power. And a lot of them even believe that the people of color are going to become the majority and then turn against them. And it's like, if people of color haven't done that up to this point, then it's probably <laughs> never gonna, that's probably not going to happen. So the key is to try not to let it get you down. And always go back to, the, to find a positive perspective just to help you get in alignment. Because if you're out of alignment, you're not going to do anybody any good. And you're actually just going to add to the problem and make things worse. So always try to go back to finding a good perspective, even if it's something small, something little. It's better than nothing because if you don't do that, then you can lose hope and you can spiral into a deep, dark, ugly place. And then you're a match to yeah, it. Yeah, then you're a match to all of that negativity mm-hmm. and you'll be just like the ones on the other side that are doing that. You know, I, w- I would add this. This is a perspective that I use. I love the science, right? I love the science of you. I love how we operate as human beings. And we can only create our reality through our brain files. And I recognize that most of the people that are being angry and violent, they were given those files in their childhood. It is what they have downloaded throughout their whole life. And they have, I'm just going to say it, been entitled and been on top of everything in every high position. And the world is changing and people are being who they are and expressing themselves and being their gifts and bringing their gifts to the forefront. And it's scaring the shit out of them Mm -hmm. because it does not match their programming of what America they thought that it was, what they are told that it was. It was theirs. But we were brought here Mm -hmm. (laughs) and told... We're part of it, and now we're here, and we have to figure out a way for us to let their programming change. They don't want their programming changing, and that's really what, to me, what the fight is about. Like, don't tell our children. You don't get to program our children. We want them to stay entitled. We want to keep this old story, and they are fighting for that old story. I don't take that as a personal attack against me. I take that as they are literally 
watching their reality be ripped away and it is making them go crazy. And so I'm going to stay in my lane and I, it makes me want to love more. It makes me want to teach love more. It makes me want to help reprogram. It makes me want to help download files of love into all people, which is why I want to create a love revolution. That's why I want to focus people on positive energy, positive thoughts, positive love. We literally can share this space, but the old programming, it it has got to go. It has got to go because we're changed. We're different. Consciousness evolves. The world evolves. And no matter how much you want to hold on to it and keep it in the past, it cannot not change. It's energy. And energy's constant is it's always moving, always changing. And this fight, this is really, to me, it is a spiritual awakening. Good job. Good job. So we hope we shared some perspectives with you guys that will help you. Literally, get in, get your information, but don't stay stay in because it's a drip campaign and you don't want to get sucked into the negativity. But when you see things going on in the world, ask yourself, what would I like the outcome to be? And what can I do to make a difference? And how can I do it in a loving and compassionate way? And when you get mad, it's okay. It's okay to get mad. It's okay to get mad. Just don't stay there. there. You want to move yourself from anger to frustration, to hope. And if we all can meet on the frequency of hope, we can come up with some solutions and find love and joy and abundance for all. Good job. I agree. So on that note, people, if you haven't gotten a chance yet to get a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieve the Happily Ever After, available at Amazon.com. Make sure you grab a copy. You will not be disappointed. And if you guys are interested in coaching with us, coach by Zoom, coach by phone, no matter where you live around the globe, go to TheAmazingClocks.com and sign up for a session. And if you're interested in becoming a life coach, check out our life coach training and certification course at The Law of Attraction lifecoachacademy.com so on that note people we love you there you go we gave it to you now what you gonna do with it see you next time see you next time